what up family what up welcome to the she speaks truth podcast always and forever speaking god's truth over you oh my god guys god is so good here we are um on christmas eve tomorrow is christmas um god has been good you know it's been quite the year uh, but when we reflect we still have so much to give him thanks for so much to praise him for so much to honor him for we still have breath in our lungs but listen y'all i wanted to do a podcast today and you know what this is a confession you know how usher had these are my confessions <laughs> this is my confession that i actually wanted to have this have this podcast out on either wednesday or tuesday but that didn't happen because for me a part of my holiday stuff is cleaning my house y'all and i have been cleaning my house from top to bottom and i got carried away a little bit you know what i'm saying purging my closet cleaning drawers and stuff like that and time got away from me nevertheless here we are and i pray that you're able to listen to this (laughs) before tomorrow before tomorrow and not even just before tomorrow but just continuing in and and going into um into the remainder of the year but today's episode is managing emotions during the holiday season managing emotions during the holiday season and this is the pandemic edition um i have a guest with me today her name is roxanne francis you're gonna thoroughly enjoy uh this this podcast episode i enjoyed it recording it um and just talking with 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 roxanne and so i know that you're gonna enjoy it as well uh so roxanne is a registered social worker and a psychotherapist um who has been helping people access tools to change your lives for over 10 years she's the owner of francis psychotherapy and consulting services and she offers in-person and video counseling uh, psychotherapy to children individuals and couples um, Roxanne also helps organizations who wants to equip themselves and their staff with tools to recognize and proactively support those with mental health issues but struggle with the fear of offending individuals and losing their staff. Listen, lots of people <laughs> could use that. Um, Roxanne has a master's in social work um, and as I said before, has been helping people for over 10 years 10 to 12 years so y'all we're gonna have a phenomenal time um i want to give you guys a little bit of a brief of some of the things that we talked about so what you can expect so we talked about um you know why do we think it's important to talk about emotions or managing emotions during the holiday season particularly during the pandemic right i think a lot of us this is new for us not a lot of us everybody in the world this is new for us and um we've had to navigate through a lot of different things and so we're talking about this but we wanted to pay special attention to the pandemic because it is so out of pocket for a lot of us or for everyone i should say we talk about what types of emotions are common and we talked about the fact that anxiety is really common during this time and um roxanne really gives tips on how to ground ourselves during this time and how to navigate through the season and we also talk about grief and loss a lot of folks have experienced a lot of grief 
and a lot of loss this year, a lot of death. There's so many different aspects of grief and loss that has happened this year and it is still happening, unfortunately. And Roxanne talks about that and how we can navigate through that. And finally, she gives us any tips and encouragement and things like that um, that we can apply to our lives through this through this really crazy season. All right, y'all, I'm really excited. Um, grab your notebooks and your pens. Y'all already know this is a learning podcast. <laughs> it is an experiential podcast. Um, and I think what I what I love about this is that. Jesus can be found in every aspect and every detail of our lives. And so um, Roxanne is also a Christian. And so she was able to apply scripture. We were able to apply scripture to these different aspects of, of, of advice that we have given, given to you guys. All right, y'all. So sit back relax and enjoy or grab your notebook or whatever (laughs) whatever works for you but I, i really hope that these tips and these tools and this conversation is beneficial to you all right y'all let's jump right in all right everybody all right everybody all right welcome to the she speaks truth podcast always and forever speaking god's truth over you to your girl jess i'm so excited uh, for today's podcast i really hope that um everyone got a chance to listen to last week's podcast uh, we had our guest with us mally and we talked about managing our mental health during the winter seasons um and i really hope you were able to dig into that she gave so many awesome tips um and just so many applicable principles that we can apply to our lives today so i'm excited i'm excited i hope you listen to that i hope you listen to the one before that too pace yourself um i know for myself this morning so today's my first day off of work for the holidays and i'm a very big routine person and so today I felt kind of like a fish out of water I'm like uh what do I do I felt so awkward and I honestly felt the Holy Spirit just telling me hey just pace yourself and I was like look at God telling me my own words so you know go ahead and listen to that podcast episode if you haven't done so today's episode I'm really excited about today's episode um because it's an important one. Uh, Today we're talking about managing our emotions during the holiday season. And listen, this is the pandemic edition because we are still very much so in the middle of a pandemic. I remember I was saying to my husband, I was saying, uh, because this happened around the second or third week of March, and I was saying to him, today actually or was it last night I think it was last night I was saying man like we really thought this pandemic was gonna be over like (laughs) like in March we were like yeah it's gonna be like you know they're gonna do this for a couple months whatever and we're gonna be back to normal but here we are in December and possibly we'll probably in this be in this thing for like almost a year which is just bizarre to me so we really felt that there was a responsibility. And when I say we, that means that I have a guest with me today, uh, just like I had a guest last week, felt that there was a responsibility um, to talk about managing our emotions during the holiday season. So joining me today, everyone, I have the amazing Roxanne Francis. I 
absolutely love this woman. I don't know if she knows how much I just love and admire and look up to her. Um, I don't even remember how we met. We probably had an, an event for Nicole or something like that. And um, I remember, oh, you know what? We met in the mastermind, I think. Yes. I yes, think we met yes, in the yeah, <laughs> I think it was in the mastermind. And I remember she was so nervous about launching her business. She was so nervous because she was just transitioning into full-time private practice. And she was so nervous. And to see the transition and to see just where God has taken her to in her practice is it has been amazing speaking everywhere doing all of these <laughs> things and I'm sure God has just blown your mind I'm sure he, he totally is honestly I I look at her business and I'm like man like that is such a testament of obedience so when you step out on faith and you do what God tells you to do he will blow your mind so I have Roxanne with me oh man I just remembered that song Roxanne Roxanne it's like a 90s <laughs> <laughs> it's a 90s song um and so Roxanne is a social worker um, and a registered psychotherapist. She's been in the field for 12 years and she has her own private practice. And so I'm going to be working with her as I open my practice in January. Fingers crossed everything goes well in Jesus name um, as a clinical supervisor. So I'm excited just to connect with her even in this way. Um, so yeah, Roxanne, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us what you do, who you are, all that kind of good stuff. All right, thank you, Jessica, for having me. So my name is Roxanne Francis. First and foremost, I am a Jamaican woman. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And <laughs> I've been living in this country for a couple decades now. Um, I'm married, I have two little boys. And uh, like you mentioned, I'm a social worker and psychotherapist. And I offer individual counseling and couple counseling. I work with children. I mm -hmm and train and do workshops for organizations. I do keynotes at things like women's retreats. Um, I have certifications in EMDR and play therapy and um, most recently in uh, clinical social work supervision. Mm -hmm. um, so those are some things that I do. And like you mentioned, um, my private practice is I guess you would say still fairly new, but I've been mm -hmm. doing this work for a long time. And mm -hmm. I just got to a place where uh, I felt like I had to choose between my employer and my family and my mm -hmm. sanity, <laughs> 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 my family and my sanity one. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it really was uh, a level of obedience uh, mm -hmm. to the it because I was on the fence for a very long time about private practice. What if it doesn't work? What if no one comes? What if I make no money? And I was praying about it for a really, really, really long time. And uh, two things I heard the Holy Spirit say. Uh, one, in the middle of the night, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I will not let you fail. That's good. The other thing um, through, that God spoke to me through a message that I was listening to. And basically, um, Sorry, I don't mean to take us off track, but... No, no, please. This is what <laughs> it's, it's about. Uh, in Ecclesiastes, I'll have to look up the verse for you, but there's a verse in Ecclesiastes where it says, uh, he who watches the wind will not sow, mm. and he who watches the clouds will not reap. And the message was basically, are you going to watch the weather and stay inside based on what could happen, That's or good. are you going to go out on God's word 
and do what God says because of what he's promised you. Mm-hmm. And I was on the floor with, with that, mm-hmm. um, getting chills now, even as we speak. And mm-hmm. so it launched out and God was true. You know, his promises are yes and amen. Mm-hmm. So I am seeing the fruits of, of, of obedience and of grace. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's a word for anybody that like, I know one of the major um, things from my 2021 uh, is transition. Like every time, cause I always listen to God for like a word for the next year and it guides me um, mm-hmm. for the next season. And the ma- the word that I keep hearing is transition, transition, mm-hmm. transition. So if anybody is in that place of transition as well, or if you feel like God is leading you to do something, listen, I was saying this to my husband the other day. I said to him, um, I've never, ever, ever stepped out on faith or been obedient to God and he failed me. I mean, right. never. I've done some crazy things. I mean, crazy faith things. And he's never failed me. There's a scripture, I think it's in Romans, that said, they that trust in the Lord will never be disappointed. Yeah. You will never be disappointed. So that's a word in itself for somebody where if you are trusting in God for something, be secure in that. And we talked about that in the podcast around pacing yourself, where mm-hmm. we have to really trust in God, trust in the Lord with all of our heart and don't lean on your own understanding and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he Amen. will direct our path. So yeah. Roxanne, thank you so much for that powerful introduction. Listen, y'all, she's already preaching to us. <laughs> and speaking to our lives. And that was just the introduction. <laughs> so uh, just like we did with, um, with Mally last week, uh, we're going to do some rapid fire questions. Uh, and this just helps us to, to get to know, um, you know, our, our guests a little better. Um, and, you know, it just lightens things up a little bit and kind of relaxes us and put us at ease. Um, a bit. That's the therapist in me. I like, people to just be relaxed and at ease as much as they can be. All right. So I have 10 questions for you. The last time I didn't get through them because things took a turn, Um, but let's see if we'll get through them. And if not, that's fine. We'll see what happens. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Question number one, what is one thing you would put on your bucket list? Um, traveling to Ghana. Ooh. <laughs> mm-hmm. such a rich cultural history and mm-hmm. um yeah I've seen so many beautiful pictures of people who've been and mm-hmm. yeah, that I'd love to do that's awesome sauce I love that I want to visit the continent one day I don't know which country yeah. I want to go to but definitely want to visit actually I think I'm low-key Ghanaian like in my really? blood yeah I think I'm Ghanaian <laughs> like I really do Okay, who do you admire the most and why? Oh my gosh, that's a... <laughs> um, would it be awkward if I said me? <laughs> no, girl, you better celebrate yourself. That's good. That means you have a story. I, I do. It's, it's, it, I do have a story. I have mm-hmm. a story of all kinds of ups and downs. And mm-hmm. the reason I would say myself is because I feel like even when, when there were downs, I feel like I always rose to the challenge, of course, with mm. God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's, been, there's been lots of, of, of trial and struggle and things going sideways, and, and, um, but, but here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here I am, but God, really, mm-hmm. uh, intercepted my life at a time that I didn't expect, and 
um, I just keep, yeah, I just keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh no, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Thank you for that. Um, what is your favorite summer activity? Uh, eating outside with my friends. <laughs> yes. Um, a fruity drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Spaghetti strap shirt. No yes. <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that one. My thing would really be like taking walks. I love taking yes. walks and sitting by the water. I love nature. Yeah. So yeah, I feel you. Um, what is your dream job? Wow. Um, my dream job, I think, is anything that gives me the option of uh, setting my own schedule, putting mm-hmm. work on pause, being able to really connect with um, my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would really love the opportunity to say, okay, I'm not working today. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take the kids to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'm gonna give two keynote addresses, but I'll be home by dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything that allows me to, mm-hmm. to lift and manipulate my schedule the way I see fit. Mm-hmm. But sounds like you're in your dream job now, no? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting there. I hear you. You're getting there. Um, okay, next question. Uh, describe yourself in three words. Oh gosh. Um oh man, vulnerable. Mm. Um, because I feel like I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um com- uh compassionate slash warm. Mm-hmm. and um I don't know fun loving I love to laugh mm-hmm. I love, you know do all the happy things <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it I know that aspect of like wearing your heart on your sleeve or like being vulnerable yeah. especially as as a um as a as a therapist like yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta like guard your heart yes like, yeah guard your heart and like yeah, I had to learn a lot of that this year of just building boundaries and, and guarding my heart and so forth. Cause it could be it could be an interesting process of right. like taking on other people's emotions and, and things like that. Yeah. Okay. If you could trade lives with anyone for one day, who would it be and why? Ah, that's a tough one. Um Who would it be? Um, I would say any kind of famous interior designer. Mm. I can't decorate to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people walk into an empty space and they're like, put mm-hmm. this over there and paint the wall this color in. Like, I can't. Nope. <laughs> I can't do any of that. You know how um, Nicole Salmon, she just has this amazing creative flair. Mm-hmm. I could do that. I would trade <laughs> a day with anyone who was able to do that. <laughs> that is funny. I got a little bit of that from my mom. I'm just like, yeah, let's do that. My mom is really good. Yeah. Stuff. It was all those times of doing stuff for Christmas Eve night and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, I had good training Awesome. <laughs> in that area. Okay. What is the first thing you do in the morning when you get up? Um, well, that's, I should have to think about that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I whisper a prayer, mm. um, 
and I pick up my clothes mm-hmm. and I shower and then I wake up the children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always taking care of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that one has actually made me think that I need to I need to slow it down and mm. be mindful about the morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, seasons. I've learned that seasons come and go. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. this season is just a busier season for you. And then in yeah. a few months or years, it will be a, a slower season. You're so wise. Cause there used to be a time <laughs> do diff- we know, start the day off with a slow cup of tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It just, yeah. I think it just, it, I've learned to accept seasons yes. of my life. Yeah. I've really learned to, okay. We're almost there. Um, what would you do with your 15 minutes of fame? With my 15 minutes of fame, mm-hmm. I would tell people about Jesus <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would talk about, um, I love talking about self-actualization, like, mm-hmm. um, the things that you want to do in life. Mm-hmm. actually working towards getting them done mm-hmm. a lot of people have plans or things that they want to do and they think that everything is impossible mm-hmm. I, I just believe in taking bite-sized chunks at a time mm-hmm. I, would, I would talk about self-actualization especially women right mm-hmm. a lot of people, like the things that they want are unattainable mm-hmm. and um and so it, it 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 puts them into inaction you know, mm. you get bummed by that thing, that dream, and then you just sit in the corner and think, well, it's never going to happen. And I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, sit, let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like that too. I'm like, we can do this. Let's go. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't try, you won't know. So let's, let's do it. Okay. The last thing, the last question, what have you done that you are most proud of? Um... When I went back to school on a wing and a prayer. <laughs> um, yeah, I went back to school when my husband and I had, we had just started out, we had very little money and we figured it out. And I just, going back to school for school for social work was my second attempt at school. Mm-hmm. And I just kept my head down, laser focused, five years done. Mm. I think that's um, for... I, I can't speak for everyone, but I know for me, um, with it was early on in my immigrant experience, and there were a lot of things that were difficult. And mm-hmm. the fact that I was able to actually do that, walking mm-hmm. across the stage, was one of the proudest moments of my life. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Roxanne, thank you so much for answering those questions. That was really, really fun. Um, I think walking across the stage was like one of my favorite moments as well. Um, I was like one of the youngest people to graduate in my class and Mm. stuff like that. And I want to say the youngest, um, definitely the least experienced for sure. I definitely experienced a lot of imposter syndrome in Mm. my master's program because everyone was, um, had like two other degrees or something like that. And I'm like, I have my undergrad and that's, <laughs> that's about it kind of thing. And uh, there was, there was, I think 20 of us in the class, but only two black people. 
Um, and so all of these different nuances, so I can definitely relate to graduating from a master's program Mm -hmm. being like, especially as a woman of color. Right. Yeah. Especially because our field doesn't have a lot of, um, people of color, particularly black people. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So as I mentioned before, um, why are we talking about this? Why are we doing this aspect of managing our mental health through during this pandemic, right? Or during the, the holiday season in particular? Um, I really felt, as I said before, just a responsibility to talk about this. We are in the middle of a very interesting season. Um, there's a lot of different things that are happening with folks. Um, and I think folks just need to know how to navigate through it. There are, you know, there might have been, um, and Roxanne, feel free to jump in wherever, you know, you think, um, there might have been a handful of people and maybe, maybe I don't know, because maybe it was less magnified in years past because of the pan, because there was no pandemic. But I mm-hmm. felt like there was a more, the holiday seasons was a little bit more of a happy time for mm-hmm. folks you know, because they would be able to see their family and friends or buy gifts and all of this kind of stuff, right? There might have been a handful of people who were experiencing grief and loss, you know, because, you know, they probably lost somebody throughout the year or somebody that was with them last year is not with them or they experienced something tragic, you know, during the holiday season. But I feel like this year, it's almost like everybody needs to guard their heart and their mind during this Mm -hmm. Season, mm-hmm. you know? so yeah go ahead, go ahead. I, I totally agree I think that um yes there have been people who have experienced grief and loss and they have always found uh certain high seasons of the year to be challenging um mm-hmm. actually one of my closest friends she had lost actually lost a child a couple of years ago and what she says mm-hmm. to me and every day is challenging mm-hmm. not just the high seasons but during this pandemic, I think that what I'm noticing is that people have lost um, more, a lot more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They've lost the the reassuring familiarity of how the world works. Mm. You know, there is, there is, when I work with parents and children, I often say that people thrive on routine. Children need the boundary of, of, of routine right? Mm -hmm. But so do adults. Mm -hmm. And just like you with work, you got up every day, you knew what you were going to do. Another Mm -hmm. year off, what is happening? (laughs) So so that's what's happening in people's minds, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Every day they would get up, they would get on the train, they would drive in traffic, they would go to their building to do the work, they would come home, they would do the shopping on the weekends, they would go here, they would hang out with the friends, Mm -hmm. go to the movies, celebrate a birthday. But now that's all been taken away from us. And so people are struggling with trying to, to, to find their sure footing. And that has created a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. of people. There is a lot of uncertainty. Uh, children don't know what's happening. Parents don't know what to tell them. Mm. Um, you know, people have lost their jobs. They don't know when they're going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of industries have gone down the drain. People don't know if they're going to be able to work in that field again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking to all my event planners out there, all my wedding planners out there, uh, uh, travel agencies, mm-hmm. all things have been really shut down and no mm-hmm. one knows when that's going to um, be back up again. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. Um, 
for people who live in unsafe situations, um, going to work or going to school was their safe place. And now mm -hmm. that's from them and so mm -hmm. they're in this unsafe situation all the time mm -hmm. so there's lots of um there's a lot of there's a lot of mental load there's a mm -hmm. lot of men for sure mm -hmm. so i i think that i guess this goes like right into you know one of the first questions i had for you um roxanne is you you mentioned a little bit before but like why do you think it's so important to talk about this now in this season particularly during the pandemic um, people need reminders mm. to understand that, um, they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and they need help with trying to figure out how to cope in all of this, mm -hmm. right? You and I work in this field. So we know about, um, prayer and mindfulness practice and, and, and pacing ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself that not everybody has these tools. Not everyone knows to do mm -hmm. and so people are out there freaking out right i know people um clients and friends who for example work in retail and it's almost as though they're developing these um these ocd like tendencies where you know you're washing your hands every 10 seconds and is that clean did i touch that did wow. you wash came in i have to eat but i was just at work and so there's all these things but then we have to realize that these aren't exactly OCD traits. This is the world that this is the world that we live in now, mm. right? You can't tell if that person is healthy, and mm. so there's a lot of fear in our season. Mm. And um, just as a woman of faith, I have to be reminding myself, um, you know, that God is with me. God mm. is God. I have to be telling the, myself the same things that I'm telling my clients. Do what you can to keep yourself safe and really, Roxanne, just give God the rest. Mm. I can't tell if I picked up COVID out there, but what can I do? Mm -hmm. Wear my mask, my hands, you know, try to be as safe as I can and just let God take care of the rest. Because mm -hmm. if I continue to um, be fearful, then it can set off a spiral of anxiety that I might have trouble rolling back, mm. right? Mm -hmm. need aware of um, just from uh, the positive self-talk pieces, right? The things that they need to do to, to ground themselves mm -hmm. to a place of reassurance, mm -hmm. to a place of what do I have control over now? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people find themselves spiraling off into the what if. Mm -hmm. I say to people, instead of saying what if, because we have no control over the if, Let's talk about what is, what is happening now? What do you know to be true in this moment? Well, I live in my home with my daughter or I live in my home with my spouse, or I just came home and I'm not sure about out there, but I came home and I washed my hands. I even had a shower and ch changed my clothes. So remind yourself of what is true for you now and what is within your realm of control mm -hmm. and, and, and walk in that. Mm -hmm. I like what you said. There's a few things that I like what you said. You talked about a reminder um and I think that's one of the things it's funny this morning I was trying to have a devotion because like I woke up uh, at what time did I wake up 8 30 I usually wake up at like 7 and mm. up I'm good I woke up at 8 30 and I'm like oh I'm not ready to get out of bed yet and mm -hmm. then by the devotion I feel like the day had passed it was a mess so anyway, <laughs> I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit was just like 
be kind to yourself mm-hmm. pace yourself and I'm like God's reminding me you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> he's reminding me so I think I like what you talked about about that reminder and that awareness that we are literally in the middle of a global pandemic Mm -hmm. like this is not a I don't know it's not a facade it's not it's not a it's not a drill like Mm -hmm. we are in the middle of of a global pandemic and so we have to be reminded that it's going to be a difficult season, but you talked yeah. about navigating through, you know, what the what is. I, mm-hmm. love that. I love that. Even just saying that grounded myself in like, it, it, it was so grounding. It felt so grounded. Like the what if, it, it what if feels so in the air, but what I- if is so grounding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's really important to, because once we realize that we have control over some things, then we don't feel as helpless. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't feel as helpless. You don't feel so vulnerable. You don't feel like I could get sick at any minute. Mm. Um, so that's really, really important. Mm-hmm. I think what I want folks to realize is that what, I, what I'm what i watching the Holy Spirit do is it's cumulative. For those who are part of this community and who've been listening to this podcast, it's very cumulative. First, you know, it started off with me going on a sabbatical. And I come back and it's like, pace yourself. Mm. Okay, Holy Spirit. And then now managing your mental health during the winter season. Okay. And then now managing emotions during the holiday season. So he's been very strategic in how he's been laying on and laying the bricks. Um, And I'm excited about even where uh, next week will go. I won't get into that. But Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the things I wanted to want to remind us of as we talk about a reminder is that he cares about every detail of our lives. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. Yep. Yeah. He cares about every detail of our lives. So he, he's just like, I care about you even in this season. Mm -hmm. He's the Mm -hmm. God of literally, and and me and Mali were talking about this last week on the podcast, that he is the God of every season. Yeah. Yes. And I I love that. I, whenever I think about that, and I think that goes to that, what is God Mm -hmm. is the God of every season of every season, you know? And, you know, if I could, I wanted to, um, something has been stirring or, uh, uh, God has been opening up my eyes to see certain things. And, and I've been wondering what it was for, maybe it's for, for, for this moment. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've been reflecting as, as we come closer to Christmas, I've been reflecting on, um, Mary and, and, and Joseph and, you know, having Jesus and all this stuff. And what came to my mind was, um, how inconvenient the birth of Jesus was. You better preach to us, sis. Just, (laughs) (laughs) it's not me, trust, it's the Holy Spirit. Just how inconvenient. I mean, they were called out of where they live Mm. to travel probably by caravan, uh, all the pictures and, and, you know, Bible books that we had as children would tell us that it was by donkey. But they had to travel quite a distance mm-hmm. to a place where they probably didn't know much about. Um, not only was she pregnant, but she ended up giving birth. Like, I mean, it couldn't wait until they got back home. 
God could have done that. In a manger. (laughs) Right? But I'm, I can't imagine what she must have thought. Like, come on, Joseph, hurry up and let us get this census so we can get home before this baby comes. Mm -hmm. But the baby comes when she was completely in isolation. Mm. She didn't have her family around her. Wow. Nobody to help her. Had to do this by herself. No family, just her and Joseph, right? As, you know, the, the, the Bible would have us. I don't know if there's anything that wasn't mentioned, but, mm-hmm. um, but she didn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think of this pandemic. Mm. How inconvenient it is. You're, that's so good. How, how isolated we are. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't have anybody, the, the, the usual crew that they would have to call on, their usual routine that they would have, they don't have. Mm-hmm. Right? And some things happen, These it's it's happening unexpected. We didn't expect this pandemic to, to, to reach our borders, but it did. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of all of what happened with Mary and Joseph, the miracle of Jesus's birth came to be and how that changed all of humanity forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so don't want us to sleep. Oh, I'm <laughs> Amen. I don't want us to sleep on um the immense possibility of God's hand, even in the midst of this season of isolation and loneliness and not having our people, not having our routine, what is happening. Mm-hmm. Not- if we open our eyes to 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 see it yeah have anything to do with emotional wellness but you know (laughs) no it does because that aspect of like what is it grounds us right and in the midst of that jesus is in the midst of that right emmanuel god with us god with us exactly Jesus is in the midst of that, even in the midst of that inconvenience, even in the midst of that isolation. Honestly, um, Roxanne, that is such confirmation because this morning, one of the things with me is like my posts on social media are purely Holy Spirit led. Like they'll literally be like, Holy Spirit's like, say this. I'm like, okay, God. And this morning I was um, listening to the song, Richard Smallwood. I'm I'm old. I'm young. I'm (laughs) Sorry, but I have an old soul, so you young people may not know too much about Richard Smallwood. Um, but he, he has a song that says, um, uh, "Oh Lord, I'll trust you," right? Yes. And that song was just right, yes. was just in my spirit. He just talked about, "I'll trust you if you if you will only trust me," right? Yes. And I just yes. feel like even in the midst of this, like I feel like the Lord is just saying to folks, "Hey, trust me," even in the midst of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Even in the midst of, of isolation, even in the midst of so many things. And there's another part of the song that says, I will be with you. Yes. Right? Yes. And his word says, I will be with you always. Lo, I will be with you always, even until the very end. Right? Yes. And his words are true. His words are yes and amen. His promises rather are yes and amen. But his words are true. Right? Mm-hmm. His words are true. What does the word of God say? Is that heaven and earth will pass away? Yes. But his yes. words, words will, yeah. they will, they will remain. Right. So I want us to just anchor ourselves in, in the word of God and anchor our souls in mm-hmm. his word. Right. And so I know for myself, and this is me being fully transparent. I won't lie to you. When is holiday time? 
I'm kind of lax on my devotion because I wake up anytime and I'm watching TV and whatever. But I just feel like in this season, I can't play that. Yes. Can't play that. I need to be grounded in the word of God. They focus. It's the only thing that's going to keep us afloat. Mm -hmm. Right? Everything Mm -hmm. around, listen, everything else around us is going crazy. Yeah. The only thing that's not is God's word. My God, even church, you can't even like depend on church. Right. You can't exactly. depend on church. You really just have to depend on the word of God and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. So one of my next questions is, and we talked a little bit about this, um, but what are types of emotions, some emotions that are common for folks to experience during this time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, more than anything else, I've been seeing anxiety. Mm. just feeling worried unsure what's mm-hmm. and what if this what if that um and then there outside of the anxiety there's also depression just mm-hmm. around the isolation mm-hmm. family um things are different than they used to be um you know people who have lost work or lost relationships um they don't know it 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 puts them into a season of sadness and sometimes it's hard to get yourself out of that um so there's a lot of there's a lot of uh sadness for sure grief and mm. work anxiety mm-hmm. there are a lot of the things that i'm seeing a lot of um this pandemic really has just taken a lot of things from a lot of people mm-hmm. um, but you know I talk to people around what, and I, there's this phrase that's been making its way around podcasts and social media, which is toxic positivity mm. is around, you know, no matter what, no matter what happens, no matter what's happening in your world, it's good vibes only. Mm-hmm. And while I don't agree with that, um, the people who I am working with, who d- are dealing with depression, sadness, grief, and loss. I acknowledge it with them first. I sit with them in it. I validate that, of course, I can completely understand giving your situation why you're feeling that way. But I also challenge them mm-hmm. around what else are you seeing? What else is happening around you that you're unable to see because of the sadness? Mm-hmm. What all this, now that you're not working, all this time off from work, what is it giving you the opportunity to do? Um, you know, if we were to get up from under the covers, what would you notice? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something as simple as I noticed I'm, that I'm alive and my heart is beating. Mm-hmm. I know that although I've lost such and such, I still have these other people in my life. Mm-hmm. I noticed that although I've lost my job, you know, my I don't know, my landlord is taking it easy and is not kicking it. So there's, there are things that we can still uh, acknowledge in terms mm-hmm. of grace and mm-hmm. goodness. And when we, I, I try not to, I'm all about gratitude. Mm-hmm. I try not to push people into a season of gratitude if they're, on, if they're emotionally unable to get there. But if we are able to acknowledge at least the small things 
then you are on your way out of the depths of that despair and the depths of that depression. Because um, sadness is one thing, but, but significant depression is real, mm-hmm. right? Struggle, people struggle to get out of bed. People struggle to figure out why they should keep on living, mm-hmm. right? Um, but if we can recognize that there are people around us who love us, mm-hmm. if we recognize that, oh, I have the capacity to actually get up and go out for a walk. If we can make our way to the shower, like these are some things that we have to, again, with the reminders, mm-hmm. um, you know, people, I like, I, I, I like to say that, um, you know, we're in the same storm, but not in the same boat mm, or good. Sky, but not everybody is feeling the sun right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people, you know, pandemic life isn't the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still employed. Some people are not. Um, my immediate family, they're all still alive. But, you know, on Saturday, I had to, we laid to rest one of my second cousins. Like, it, people are going through it. Mm-hmm. So we have to really acknowledge that they're going through it before they're going to be able to hear anything else that we have to say. Mm-hmm. After we acknowledge that, let's look at some of the things that that's available to us. Um, you know, one of the things that I often go to as well is hope. Mm-hmm. Right? If we could look to um, the 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 ability, if we have the ability to be hopeful about what could come after this season, mm-hmm. that gives us the ability to live through this season. That's good. Right? hmm Yeah. No, that's that's really good. I, I like that aspect of hope. And even when you talk about toxic positivity, um, it's like I'm on both sides of the fence with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, you're being really positive right now. Um, but then on the <laughs> other end, it's like, no, but you really could be a little bit positive. You know I, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, so I, I, I definitely, I definitely get it. But I think for us, because we're in the field, we look at it in a different way. It's like mm-hmm. being able to sit in those emotions, but don't stay there. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. don't, don't, don't stay there. Um, but you said something that is, um, uh, that is, that is key. So you talked, we talked about anxiety, um, depression, sadness, grief. Um, but I'm wondering if, you know, there are people who may be experiencing certain emotions, but they're not able to associate it with something. So I know for myself, like, I, I don't want to go say like, oh, because you're sad, you're depressed. Right. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? That's or because yeah. your heart's beating, you're, you're anxious, you yeah. know, yeah. but there may be certain things that you are experiencing um, and you're probably not able to, and I, I hear the Holy Spirit saying that, that there are people who are experiencing things and they're not able, they're not really able to like put their finger on it. Like what is really happening? Do you have any advice or any tips or anything like that for somebody who may be, they're not really able to name the emotion, but mm-hmm. they're, they're experiencing maybe something in their body or mm-hmm. their chest is a little tight or, or something like that. So um, two things that I would say. Mm-hmm. One is um, sit with yourself. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like hearing from God. In the scriptures, there are very few occasions where people hear from God in the middle of busyness and confusion, right? And I, I, I believe that 
your inner voice, your conscience is really just the Holy Spirit talking to you, right? But if you are feeling that discomfort and you're like, I have, I have to make dinner. I have to go pick up this. I have to, then you won't get the opportunity to understand what that's all about. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a minute, pull away, silence the phone, turn off the notifications, go sit in your bathroom on the edge of the tub, give yourself 10 minutes, just do some deep breathing, mm-hmm. see what comes up for you, right? You will be surprised at what comes up for you if you really just sit with your feelings. Mm-hmm. If you need to cry, cry. If you need to journal, journal. If you need to pray, pray, but it will come up for you. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I will tell people is move your body in a slow and intentional way. Mm. I know that there are a lot of Christians who um, are not, are very skeptical of being on the yoga train. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And I completely understand that. Um, You don't have to be um, Hindu Mm -hmm. to move your body in a particular way. But if you can do some stretches and move your body slowly and do some deep breathing, put your hand on your belly as you inhale and exhale. See, the thing is, is that when we are really busy, it separates our emotions from what's going on in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, and But everything happens within this physical structure. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so if we are able to connect to the two, then things will flow out of that. So if you're able to go for a walk, for example, do some stretches, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, what else? Um, lay down, pray. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's, it's about connecting the physical body with the emotions mm-hmm. will bring up a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a client a very long time ago who told me that he, um, he came to me because he was having panic attacks and he couldn't understand why. Mm-hmm. And so we started to peel back some of the layers and we talked about some of the history of him feeling stressed. He couldn't identify with being stressed because every time he started to feel uncomfortable, he would just go grab a beer. Mm. and so or he would get himself busy or he would Mm -hmm. go hang out with his buddies and so I his homework was just to go for a walk every evening love it and he began to he began to allow himself to actually feel that stress Mm -hmm. and began to understand where that stress was coming from but if we distraction can 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 be can be twofold distraction can um can knock you out of that um, spiraling feeling of anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. but um, distraction can also um, put you out of sync from what's happening in your mind and in your body. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we just need to quiet down. Sometimes we just need to turn off the TV mm-hmm. you know, and just let the Holy Spirit bring to the surface what needs to come to the surface. I love what you said about um, sadness doesn't always mean depression. And mm-hmm. I, I talk to people often about the continuum of mental mm-hmm. health, mm-hmm. just because, you know, 
just because we have a sniffle doesn't mean we have pneumonia and we need to run to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. And just because you're not in a happy place mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're depressed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes we need to just, you're feeling off. You just need to go, okay, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. What's that? Mm-hmm. It's only in the acknowledgement that we can, we can address it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If what's going on we can't address it there's a a, um a neurobiologist i believe that's his designation his name is dan siegel he came up with the phrase that says you have to name it to tame it that's good and just because just because you don't know we might not it might not be a a a clinical diagnosis Mm -hmm. say well i have this or i have that but you can say i'm off i'm feeling off well Mm -hmm why you're feeling I'm feeling off and because I don't know why I keep snapping at everyone around me mm-hmm. well pull away figure mm-hmm. out what's going on oh yeah that supervisor at work and every time I go in she da, 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 da. and then you can start to peel back and figure out what's going on then you can go to your partner and say man I'm having these issues at work and I'm not sure what's going on and I think it's causing me to be really irritable mm. and work it through and then you can, when that feeling of irritability is coming up, you can go, oh, okay, I know what's causing that. Mm-hmm. And then you can work towards, um, towards managing it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really like that. And as you were talking, there are two things that came to me. So again, that word pace. Um, and it's so funny. I feel like people are really trying to add, or people are really trying to fit the puzzle of Christmas time mm-hmm. to last year's puzzle we we have a whole new different puzzle right (laughs) we have a whole new different puzzle and and like even I'm just seeing in the spirit like people still rushing to get gifts to do this to do that all this type of stuff and it's stressing you out yes it's stressing you out like uh, I need to get the house right I need to do this I need to do this and Holy Spirit's just like hey pace yourself you know what I mean just pace yourself um and and I love the, the conversation we're having around pinpointing emotions um, and, and, you know, the, given the purposes of this podcast, we talk about emotional wholeness and emotional healthy spirituality, that slowing down is important. But the other part of it too, is when we talk about sadness, doesn't mean depression mm. is that a lot of the times what ends up happening is that we say we're sad and then we're like, oh, oh we're feeling sad rather. And we, we, we speak depression. Mm-hmm. The enemy just wants a seed. Mm-hmm. He just wants a seed. And then before you know it, you are dragged into depression and the enemy mm-hmm. drags you into depression because what he likes to do is like, okay, oh, you're, you're, you're saying you're depressed when as you're having a moment, you're feeling down. And of course there are people who experience real depression, but yes. for some, it's not the case where you're feeling sad. You're having a down moment or even just now where, you know, it's winter, it's not the greatest outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're in the pandemic as we've been talking about. Um, and so what the enemy likes to do is he likes to, whatever open door, he likes to walk through that door right? So you're saying I'm sad or you're experiencing sadness rather. You're like, oh, I'm so depressed. I'm so depressed. I'm so depressed. Before you know it, you are in depression. Depression. The enemy just was like, oh, that's a seed. I'm going to plant that seed of depression. 
and then before you know it, you were in depression. So I think what 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 I really want us to do is also in this season is guard our minds. Yes. And guard our hearts. The scripture says in Proverbs 4 and 23, keep your heart with all diligence. Yes. For out of it flows the issues of life because all the enemy wants is a little door. He just wants a little peephole and then he plants a seed. Yeah. Yep. You know, the other thing that came to mind as you were talking is that, you know, God made us the way we are on purpose mm-hmm. and made us with a whole range of emotion. Mm-hmm. But because uh, for some reason, our society is uncomfortable with anything that isn't happy, happy, joy, joy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And God made us with the capacity to feel anger and he made us with the capacity to feel sadness. Mm-hmm. And it is okay to feel sad. That's good. It, Can it's you talk right. to us? <laughs> it is okay to feel sad. Mm-hmm. I have seen my best friends in months. Of course I feel a way about that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to feel we are living in a sad time. Mm-hmm. The world, whole world has changed. Mm-hmm. The whole world has shut down. We have all lost our coping mechanisms. No one can go to the store anymore. No one can go to the movies anymore. No mm-hmm. one can go to dinner with their friends anymore. No one can go, go out and see their parents or extended family, nieces and nephews, cousins, all the people that would bring you all kinds of joy. We don't have that anymore. And there's only so much that you can do with a 2D image on on, on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't replace a hug with that. Mm. And so what people, a lot of people don't recognize is that we are all going through a collective period of mourning. Mm. And so the sadness that comes with that is natural mm-hmm. and it is understandable. And we have to allow ourselves to feel it. Mm-hmm. We can't sometimes the discomfort comes from running away from it that's good what is happening I can't let myself feel that I need to be happy all the time and then there's stress that comes with that and 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 bringing up all kinds of um avoidable feelings of maybe even um little feelings of being anxious Mm -hmm. because you're pushing this happiness that isn't legit Mm, wow you legit with your feelings that is so good let's just snap on that okay that is good good stuff right i mean wow we are made as whole people and we have a whole a whole range mm-hmm. allow the feelings to to flow man it's like when you good. have a little child and 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 i don't know they get hurt. You're telling them not to cry. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that to yourself? Mm-hmm. You cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. I have a mentor that has said, she said, you need to schedule time for your pain. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you got, sometimes you just need a moment. Yes. You just yeah. need a moment. That was good. I like what you talked about with like those, like um, that legit feeling you know, or, or, like, or, or you're making your feelings legit because I feel like sometimes because of social media and like people's positivity and like highlight reels, we feel like, oh, if, if so-and-so is feeling a certain way or winning in the pandemic or whatever, I need to be winning too. And 
this kind of stuff, you know? But I like what you talk about. I like what you said about that. Yeah. 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 No, that was good. I like, it's like, make, like, what's the word am I looking for? Rest in those feelings. Don't stay there. Don't stay there. Exactly. Don't stay there. Um, But acknowledge those feelings. Yeah. Acknowledge those feelings. Even Jesus did it. Listen, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, what did he say? He said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass. Pass, yep. You know what I'm saying? And we're all saying, Father, if it is possible, let this pandemic pass, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was able to, to make it through. And I feel like the scripture says that as I have overcome the world, you will overcome as well. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. So I think this can lead us into um, just our next question. Um, Cause we talk about, you know, acknowledging those feelings and so forth and not staying in them, but what are some applicable tips that we can give folks to navigate through this season? Um, you know, one of the things that you love to do is, is walking. Mm-hmm. I think that's, it's free. <laughs> if you, um, if it's not icy and, and, a hazard outside to go for a walk, then even if it's cold, bundle up and go mm-hmm. for a walk. It mm-hmm. does, it clears your mind. You get some fresh air. Um, you might see neighbors. You could wave and say hi from a distance. Um, do that. Um, prayer and meditating on scripture mm-hmm. so that you know God's promises, even in this season, even in this pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also say, um, journaling, mm-hmm. um, write down what is happening for you, mm-hmm. write down, um, how things are changing for you, the things that are, um, the things that are good and not so good, mm-hmm. that you can look back and see how God has changed the things for you. Mm-hmm. Um, find a person that you can be real with. Mm. Not everybody can afford to go to therapy, mm-hmm. but it- you can find a whether that's a spouse or, you know, your favorite sister. Don't tell the other sister that this one's your favorite, but <laughs> <laughs> or your best friend. Um, but find someone that you can be real with, so that when you acknowledge your feelings, if it mm-hmm. becomes too much for you, then you can either call that therapist or that, you know, reach out to your partner or that mm-hmm. best friend. You can do that. Um, I would, again, around the, the emotional piece and the feelings, just acknowledge where you are. Mm-hmm. And recognize that um, if you're in a, a difficult moment, if you're having a difficult moment, recognize that this is a season for it. Mm. Right? It's not because you can't hack it. It's not because, you know, there's something wrong with you we are all having difficulty with it. Even if I'm smiling on Instagram, it's because I put my smiling face on Instagram, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But I'm also challenged because, you know, I have, like I mentioned, I have two little children now who are home for the holidays and they love school and they want to know, are we going back uh, January morning? And mm. they're as, um, most likely two weeks, they have to be home and who knows what's going to happen after that. I don't mm. have the answers. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it's uncomfortable not to be able to reassure them. Right. So if you are struggling with um, 
being able to, to, to feel reassured, know that it's not just you. Mm -hmm. that, um, even our leaders are having trouble because the only person who knows the end of this is God. Literally. Literally, mm -hmm. right? Um, that being said, um, somehow for me, it always comes back to scripture. Um, one of the things that I've been meditating on over throughout the summer into the fall and even now is in, um, in Jeremiah. Mm -hmm. uh, people always are always quoting Jeremiah 29, 11, but I would encourage people to read that whole chapter <laughs> because, <laughs> because God reminds us, God reminds the children of Israel that while they're in captivity, and I mm -hmm. feel like this is our Babylon, <laughs> while they're in captivity, he encourages them to do things that speak to, um, that speak to hope. Yes. Do things that speak to God is going to take us out of this someday. Woo, this is good. That, 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 that signify, um, it won't always be like this. Mm -hmm. And tells the children of Israel to, um, plant, mm -hmm. plant, gardens, plant gardens and nurture them, water them. You don't put a seed in the ground and walk away and forget it. Mm -hmm in the ground with expectation mm -hmm. in the ground with hope and you water it with hope. So whatever you're going through now, I want you to, in your mind's eye, see the other side. So I want you to do the work, the emotional work, the physical work, the tangible work mm -hmm. with the expectation that this is going to have fruit later after this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're going to, uh, nurture your relationships. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about them because you can't see people face to face. Mm -hmm. Nurture your relationships now because there's going to be an after. Um, love on your spouse now because there's going to be an after. That's good. Parent your children now in, a, in an amazing way so that they can be well after. Mm -hmm. you know, in the scripture, it says, um, uh, give your daughters in marriage because marriage is something that you, you enter into with hope and expectation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Put a ring on it and then walk away. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you, you love on each other, you, mm -hmm. you water, you, you, know, you take care of it. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage people, not just relationships, but also yourself. Mm -hmm. What's gonna happen when this pandemic is over? Is it gonna be over and you're gonna be a basket case? Mm. No, God doesn't want that, you don't want that. So I want you to nurture yourself, take care of yourself as you would a baby. How do you take care of a baby? You feed them, you clothe them, you try your best to make sure that they're comfortable. Um, and so I want you to do that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Looks for you. So you're gonna feed yourself the word, you're gonna pray, you're going to connect with people, you are going to um, meditate on scripture, you're going to go for walks, you're going to eat well, you're going to um, engage in good work, you are going to, I, I want you to take care of yourself as best as you know how, because there's going to be an after. And in the after, we want to be able when when everything the world is open up and the world opens up and you step out, you want to be able to step out in in wholeness. Mm. And, and emotional readiness. That is so, I, so good. 
I, I don't I, I hope so <laughs> no that was that was really good that correlation between the scripture because I think people don't really read the whole thing yeah. <laughs> that's a little yeah. hermeneutics guys <laughs> you gotta read the, read the whole chapter um for context so I know the plans that I have for you thoughts to prosper you and you know to give you an expected end right but what is going on in between all of that in order for him to give us an expected end exactly. right is that he's the only one who knows that expected end mm-hmm. right yeah yeah so yeah so i think you know i if i were you i would go and i would actually read that scripture meditate yeah. on that scripture i like we talked about this planting planting seeds and you know as you were talking i i thought about the fact that we live in a generation where things are a little bit predictable um mm. or like we know we can google anything i think mm-hmm. i was listening to a podcast the other day and you know they were talking about the fact that uh there's there's a generation coming up that will never go to the library to search right? <laughs> to search <laughs> to search to search through an encyclopedia there's there's never gonna we're a generation that we don't really have to ask anyone questions I know for myself like if I need anything I can google it Mm -hmm. even with the malls and stuff closing Amazon's open okay (laughs) Amazon is open and so I think we're used to like a quick fix Mm -hmm. we're used to googling we're used to all of this type of stuff and I think this pandemic taught us that we got to go through the process yes we have to go through the process i think this pandemic really taught us that we have to go through the process all right guys we're almost done i have one more question uh for roxanne um and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up but this has been so good and so informative and and so spiritually sound this has been amazing i'm i mean we could end the podcast right here but we won't because i have one more question uh for roxanne um and so you know we talked about this a little bit before but we've had so much loss this year yeah talked about the different variations of loss um and and so i want to know kind of like what are some tips um that we could have particularly for those who may be experiencing grief and loss Mm. during this holiday season Yes. Um, you know, when it comes to grief, recognize that you don't have to, sometimes when people are grieving, they don't really allow themselves to grieve because they have to, they feel like they have to make sure that everybody's okay. Mm. Right. And they don't want to get their sad on everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they're so, they they're, they're grieving, but they want to make sure that they don't, that they don't make anyone else uncomfortable or awkward or sad. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to the person that's grieving that it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. A little selfish here. Mm-hmm. It's to let yourself, you know, miss the person that you love. You, you lost someone and it's okay to, um, to live in that reality. Um, the other thing that I would say is, you know, um, I, d- I didn't come up with this on my own. My, my um, girlfriend was the one who taught me about this. Um, she talks about if, you're, if your grief is fresh, she talks about getting a, what she calls a grief bouncer. Ooh. And that is like, have someone who is going to stand in the gap for you mm-hmm. so that you're not bombarded with 
a million people. Mm. Someone who is close enough to you who can answer phone calls, who can maybe even get the door for you if possible, um, who can help you make arrangements because there are times when you're gonna feel strong enough to handle things. And there are other times when you're gonna be just a crumpled mess on the floor. Mm-hmm. And if you are the one to take care of everything else, then that's gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. So have someone who's gonna be able to help you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I would say is, um, you know, we live in a society, again, that is uncomfortable with the um, unhappy feelings. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we want to get back to normal as quickly as possible, right? Give yourself the time that it takes, again, with the pace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, with the pacing, right? Even when you work for an organization and you lose a loved one in the employee handbook, it says you get like two weeks, you get three weeks off and you come back to work. Well, is your grief supposed to be over after the two and a half weeks? Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. we're expecting to function mm-hmm. as, as, as though you didn't just lose your mother, as though you didn't just lose your spouse. So um, give yourself as much as you are able to the time that you need. If that means that you have to take another few weeks vacation so you can grieve properly, then mm-hmm. do that. And remember that you're not going to, grief is a, is it, you, you will never be back to normal mm. because you never come back. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I want to, it's the bad analogy, but it's like losing a limb. You have to learn how to live with that loss mm-hmm. and you cultivate a new version of yourself. Wow. So be patient with yourself because you are now learning a new version of you. Mm-hmm. You've never lived that version of you before. That's so good. Um, you have to learn now how to live without that spouse. You have to learn now to live without that child. You now have to learn to live without that sister. Um, so you'll never be back to quote unquote normal. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and, and you have to you have to be able to make peace with that, with that one mm-hmm. and know that it's a journey. It's not all going to be like, it's not like six months and you're better mm-hmm. and, and you're going to have months where you're okay. And m- days when you are not, mm-hmm. and that's just how grief works. It is not linear. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, the, sometimes um, there was that thing that they taught us about the cycles of grief or the stage, the stages of grief. Stages of grief. Yeah. It is. It, it doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have the acceptance, then you have the denial, and then you have the shock, and then you have the anger, and it's up and down, and it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it is, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I think I I I really like what you said. So, um, we mentioned this earlier that you know we've all gone through some type of grief or mourning this year, our loss, whether it's loss of time, resources, a loved one, a job, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think this is a good wrap up of the of of the podcast because just before we talked about in Jeremiah twenty nine and how being in that captivity and how there's we need to plant seeds. So what I'm seeing in the spirit is just like as we as you talk about just that new version of you. What mm. if there's a new version of you that comes out of this pandemic? Right. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. What if there's a new version of you that comes out of this pandemic, right? Yes. 
If we're able to pace ourselves, take care of ourselves, manage ourselves well, understand yes. emotional wholeness and wellness and all that type of stuff. Yes. What if there's a new version of you waiting at the other side of that? Because you said that was so powerful where you said you almost have to learn to live without this person or mm -hmm. this thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like, there's a new version. I feel like for a lot of people, there's a new version of you awaiting, but we mm -hmm. really have to shed the old stuff. Yes. You can because move forward. Intentional. Mm -hmm. Doesn't waste, a, 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 a former pastor of mine, he would say, God doesn't waste anything. He doesn't. He really doesn't. He really doesn't. Yeah, no, this was so good. This was so sobering. Even for myself, just, just thinking through, you know, a few things. This was so good. It's so funny. I have a plant. Um, I have two plants. I bought one at the beginning of the pandemic and I bought another one. And this plant took so long to bloom and I finally see a little bloom. And it's just, every time I look at it, it's so empowering Yes, and it's, it's so beautiful. And so um, there's a new version of you. I feel like, you know, that that awaits at the other side of this and all is not lost. Mm -hmm. um, hope is not lost. There is hope okay. in Jesus and all this kind of good stuff. So Roxanne, thank you so much. Before we go, uh, do you have any final tips or words of love and encouragement that you want to leave with folks and where can folks find you? Um, in terms of love and encouragement, um, I would just say, um, you know, put on your patience, mm. you know, um, and wear it with pride, mm -hmm. wear it with pride. Um, God is not a God who does things, um, haphazardly. Mm-hmm. And if he has us waiting for something, it's on purpose. Mm -hmm. Don't throw it out because of the wait. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and um, do your best to take care of yourself because there's going to be an after. Mm -hmm. And when it's all, when this is all said and done, you want to be good mm -hmm. when it, it's over. It's like, I'm sorry. I know we're wrapping up. I just, I'm remind, I'm thinking of, oh, go ahead. Of, I'm just thinking of the 10 virgins mm -hmm. and, um, and their oil. Mm. Feel like taking care of yourself during this time is keeping that lamp lit. That is so good. So when pandemic is over and they sound that, you know, you know, you know, bridegroom comes or pandemic is over. Mm -hmm. Like what happened? I can't, I can't get, <laughs> mm -hmm. you want good to go, mm -hmm. right? So do what you can to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, really, really important. Um, and where can people find me? I am on Instagram and Facebook at Francis Psychotherapy, mm -hmm. the website franciscyclotherapy.com. And um, People can hit me up for therapy, for providing training at their organization. And if you are a clinician and you're looking for some good supervision, I am opening up new groups in the new year. So people Woo can hit me for that too. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm excited to, especially after this conversation, I don't think we've ever spoken in depth in depth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so especially after this conversation, I'm I'm really looking forward to, to working with you in this capacity. Well, uh, Roxanne, thank you so, so much. 
uh, for your time and just for pouring into us in this intentional way. It was amazing. Guys, make sure you share this podcast with somebody um, that may be having a difficult time during this holiday season. We're all in this together. And most importantly, Emmanuel, God with us. He is with us and he is in the midst. All right, guys, take care. All right. Wasn't that absolutely amazing? It was dope. That was a good podcast. That was a really good podcast. <laughs> I really do hope that you guys um, enjoyed it and that you were able to to take away tips, to really take away some tips. I think one of the things that really stood out to me was um, when she talked about the difference between what if and what is. And because I'm a visual person, I literally saw like the what if as like something hanging or weighing in the balance while the what is was so grounding because it's, it's, it's what's around me. It's what I can see. It's what I can touch, feel, hear, smell, all of these different things. And I just found that to be super, super, super grounding. Um, I also loved when she talked about, um, you know, Jesus being in the midst of our inconveniences and how she correlated that uh, to the scripture of Jesus being born, you know, in the manger um, and how, you know, that's contextually what we're dealing with right now. Not what we're dealing with, but the reason for the season rather. So I really liked that that analogy because it is so true. It is it's imperative that we know that God is in the midst of us right? God is in the midst of everything that we're going through. Um, the scripture, I think it's Psalms 46, that says, God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. That is, that is, that is our testimony as the church. That is our testimony as people of God, that, that God is in the midst and we will not be moved. We cannot be moved, um, because our souls are anchored, you know, in, in the word of God. Um, and we talked a little bit about hope. We talked about so many different things that, you know, we can walk away with uh, both spiritual and practical, emotional, mental, physical, all of these different, different aspects. And even, you know, she talks about just sitting with ourselves and experiencing our emotions and, and feeling, or even just, um, legitimizing what we're feeling that we don't have to mask it. We don't always have to feel happy. It's okay to feel sad. You know what I mean? Because we live in in a culture that, you know, expects us to always feel happy. You know, no one really posts how sad they are on Instagram. Like it's very, it's very rare that people do that. You know what I'm saying? And if we were supposed to be posting, you know, more sad than happy, people would say, oh, what's wrong with you or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So um, I personally feel like there are a lot of applicable tools and I just pray that, you know, this is beneficial uh, for you um, and that you're able to take something away. And you know what? If this podcast bless you, please, 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 please share with a friend. Please don't hesitate to share with a friend. Um, we need to spread love and hope and positivity and Jesus in this season. Uh, for those of us who are in Toronto, we're on another lockdown, uh, that's supposedly supposed to last until January 28th, I believe. And who knows, we pray that it's not extended, 
but who knows. But during this time, it's really important that we guard our hearts. Scripture says that we should keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life, right? And so we don't want the enemy to plant certain seeds in our hearts and our minds, but um, as much as I'm about intervention, I'm also about prevention, right? And so it's important that we guard our hearts and our minds as believers. And as people, just people in general, it's important that we guide our hearts and our minds and, and, and keep an aim to keep our head above the water as much as possible. All right, y'all. Once again, if this podcast bless you, please share with somebody. And please, as I've said before, don't hesitate to leave a review. And even if you have my number or you have me on Instagram or you have my email address, let me know how this podcast was for you. All right, y'all. Happy holidays. God bless. Love you so much. And we'll connect next week. Take care.